just finished reading the last half of the Hebrews chapter that I was in. And I was in chapter 11. Excuse me. And I didn't have any any specific verses to come on here because... I mean to come on here. To like speak of. Because I read half of this um, chapter while I was at work. And then I read like some more last night and i'm continuing this episode i didn't finish it last night i just fell right to sleep i was so tired y'all but now i'm continuing it and so i would really suggest you guys to read hebrews chapter 11 because it really just goes in on faith so no i just okay i'll go to this first i wasn't even gonna come to this verse, but i just i see it and i read i wasn't gonna read this verse because I read this verse that day I was at work, so I just didn't think, like, okay, I'm going to say that in the podcast. But I see I highlighted it and underlined it, and I got some words circled. So, verse 5 through 6 reads, By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because the Most High had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased the Most High. Verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to the Most High must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek them. So I really want to unpack verse 6, so I'm going to read it again. It says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him, him being the Most High. So let's unpack that. It's very simple and it's very straightforward. It's impossible to please the Most High. It's impossible to make him proud if you don't have faith because... Faith is the substance or the hope of things that are not seen. And y'all, that's really scripture and it just came off the dome. So I'm, I'm proud of me for knowing that off the dome. But yeah, basically faith is when you read something, right, that the father said he's going to do for you or for his people. And you actually believe that he's going to do it before he even does it. So you believe so hard in his word because he is he is the truth he is not going to lie to you he is not a man that he needs to lie like why will he even say something and not bring it to pass but we as humans are naturally impatient so he'll say something and then because we don't see it right then and there because we don't see it this year or next year because we don't see it in the next week or the next month we think it's not going to happen or we think it's not true However, the father knows it all he knows the beginning to the end so if he say he going to do something for you you got to believe he going to do it. And that's me going to see it. You know, the world, the world be like, you know, I got to see it to believe it. But the father say, you got to believe it to see it. Okay. And that's faith. Like you got to have faith in him. You got to have faith in his word. Or that just means that you don't believe in him. Like you, that means you're reading his word and you're mentally not expecting these things to happen. You're mentally expecting. Well, if you don't have faith, you're mentally expecting him to lie so you read something so if you don't have faith right you read the father you read that the father said something for instance the scripture that i talked about earlier jeremiah 29 11 so if someone was to read that he has plans to prosper you and not to harm you if you think in your head if you mentally think you don't speak it out loud but you mentally think you know um i'm just i am where i am i'm always gonna live in poverty i'm never gonna have it like that you are thinking these negative things these things contrary to what he's saying. That's what you're going to see. But you have to believe his word. You have to believe that he is true. And he'll show you. And yeah, so this whole chapter is just examples of what faith did for people. Okay? 
So I would really suggest Hebrews chapter 11. I want to give y'all another scripture though. So let me find something. Okay, y'all, I, I found two scriptures. So the first scripture I found, remember like two minutes ago when I was like, I didn't even know like that I knew that verse off the dome. Bro, that is verse one in this chapter. And I told y'all, I, I started on this chapter like two days ago while I was um on my break at work. So it's not something I just seen right now while I was reading. I promise I did not see it. But here's the here's the verse word for word of exactly what faith is from the most high perspective. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay? So you don't see it yet, but you're hoping for it because the Father said it. Okay? That's when you have faith in something. Now, the other verse that I wanted to um, bring out in this chapter, then I'm going to jump to John chapter 20 because this episode is about to be 20 minutes. And that's how long, that's about how long I want the episodes. But I am going to read John chapter 10 and give y'all at least two to three verses from that chapter because I think it's going to be a good one. But anyways, the other verse that I wanted to bring out in Hebrews chapter 11 was verse 33. And it reads, who through faith subdued kingdom. So, excuse me, it's a continuation from 34. So I'll read 34 through 33. I mean 32 and 33. It says, and what shall I more say? For the time will fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. So basically, whoever wrote this is, is saying, because like I said, the rest of this chapter is just examples of how faith, how faith helped change lives of prophets and of people. It says by faith, blah, 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 by faith. He did this. By faith, Abraham did this. By faith, Isaac did this. By faith, Moses did this. By faith, Enoch did this. By faith, Abel did that. And that's all in chapter 11. So if you need, if you're working on your faith, and if you need some water in for your faith, read Hebrews chapter 11. And so verse 32 is just saying, and what shall I say more? For the time will fail me to tell us all these different people. Saying that if I was to tell you what faith did for Barak, what faith did for Samson and for David, like he would not have enough time. So that's verse 32. Now, verse 33 is, Who through faith subdued kingdoms? So conquered kingdoms. Who through faith conquered kingdoms? The people who, they was, who he listed at first. So I'm sure he's talking about David for that one because David was king. Who through faith subdued kingdoms wrought righteousness. So who through faith wrought righteousness. So if you have faith that the Father will, you know, change you inside first, then out. You will, you will bring about yourself righteousness because when he changed you and his spirit is indwelling in you, you change and you change for the better. Change is good half the time. Change can be good and change can be bad. But when you change with the father, when you allow him to change you and transform you, of course you're going to change for the better. You're going to become righteous because now that righteous spirit, that Holy Spirit that is his is indwelling in you. So you naturally, you naturally move more righteously. So, through faith, they wrought righteousness. And then the other one says, who through faith obtained promises. So, the, fam the, the, fam the father promises many things, many things. But like I said, you got to have faith to obtain those promises. And like he said, you got to have faith to obtain those promises. Not even what I said, because what I said, I got it from the book. So, what he said, you have to have faith to obtain your promises. 
You have to believe that he's going to bring those things to pass because he will. He is not a man that he shall lie. Like we're so used to people lying to us because all we know is people. But when you know the father, you know that his word is true. You just got to be patient. Faith and patience, y'all. Faith and patience, okay? To obtain your promises. You just got to believe it. You got to believe it, then you're going to see it. It's not a see it to believe it. It's a believe it to see it type thing. Because the world always goes against what the Father said. They're always opposite of what he said. They're always anti, you know, anti the Father. So, you know, a lot of the ways that the world moves is literally the opposite of how the Father tells you to move. And then it says, who through faith stopped the mouths of lions. And so that's definitely Daniel, because Daniel, the one who went in the den, and he was about to get ate up by some lions, but he had faith. And so when he had faith, the lion did not eat him. He was in a den with a lion or with multiple lions, and he did not get eaten. But the people who threw him in the cage with lions, they were ate. Because David had favor, not David, Daniel had favor, and he had faith, faith and favor. Which both comes from the Father. So, if you're working on your faith, ask the Father to water it for you. Um, yeah. Hebrews chapter 11. And then Hebrews chapter 12 goes in on faith too. So, yeah. If you're working on your faith, read Hebrews. Just read the whole thing. Now, I'm about to jump to John, okay? Alright, y'all. So, now I'm in John chapter 10. And, um, so, I'm at verse 9. But I would just want to paraphrase verse 1 through 9. So the father is talking, right? Because these letters is read. So when you read your Bible and the, the letters are read, that's when the father was, that's words that he actually spoke with his own mouth, okay? So <clears throat> he was giving his, was he talking to the disciples? I don't know who he was talking to. That That is the background information, which is in chapter 9. But I read chapter 10, or I'm reading chapter 10. So he's talking to someone and he was given a parable and he said, um, but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep and to him, the porter openeth and the sheep hear his voice and he called his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. So if you don't know, the father is the shepherd and the people is the sheep, right? Because a shepherd, you know, they care for sheep. They lead their sheep. They feed their sheep, you know? Everything that the Father do for us, the shepherd does for the sheep. And then it says, you know, they didn't understand his his parable, his metaphor. They didn't understand it. And so he broke it down. He said, then said the Father unto them again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. So the Father is the door, right? And the door, he is the door to the most high. Because the Father, he walked in the flesh, right? He was a man. Like all of us, you know, he walked, he talked, he lived, he moved, he breathed. Now, the Most High was always a spirit. He never walked, but he sent his son, the father. The, he sent his son, the father. Crazy how he is the son and the father, but you know, you know, he is what he is. But so he sent his son, who was our father, and through him, we are saved. Why do I say that? You know, people be like, you know, Jesus came and he died for our sins. But the way I see it, I see it like this. The father came, he walked, he talked, he loved and he lived, right? Then he died. They crucified him. And my sister sent me a video. It was an anime cartoon of like his crucifixion. And it just, 
it hurt my heart. But it also, like, after watching it, I was just more grateful for his life and for the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice that he had to make. Because I don't see it how, I don't see it as he died for my sins. Like, of course he did. He died for me in whole, but not only for my sins. Because if he would have never walked, right, he would have never died. If he would have never died, I would not have his Holy Spirit. And his Holy Spirit is the spirit that teaches me, that guides me, that leads me, that gives me discernment, that gives me dreams. When I pray, I pray in the name of the Father and in the name of the Most High. Because like I said, the Father, he walked like us. So like we have access to him. The Most High is so powerful and we just pray to him. We need a door to get to the Most High. And the Father says, verse what? Verse 7, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. We have to get to the Most High by going through the Father because we have access to the Father's Spirit. I was talking to one of my coworkers, and his beliefs are different from mine. But we have a lot of similar beliefs. But overall, it's different because he said that he don't pray. He don't pray to Jesus. I don't pray to Jesus either because I don't believe in that name. But who they call Jesus, who I call the Father, because he is my Father. He teach me. He loved me. He said he adopted me, right? So he is my Father. And, um, you know, my coworker said, you know, we believe in God. We believe in Jesus, but we don't pray to Jesus. So they, how do I say this? So basically, think of it like this. He's praying, right? But there is no door. So how is his prayers going to get to the most high if they're not going through that door that leads to him? You need the father. You need the father. You need the father. You need the most high and the spirit. They come together. Now we're going to jump down to verse 9. It says, again, literally again, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. So if you enter in, the door if you enter in the door you'll be saved so if you pray into the most high but not going through the door how are you gonna get saved how are he gonna hear your prayers if you're not going through the door so you're just talking out the door without walking inside so you're just talking to a wall like yeah you just talking to a wall because the father is the door you got to go to the you got to enter in through the door it, it just it just clicks you know if you get it you get it if you know you know if it hits home, it hits home. And if it don't, take it to the Father and pray for understanding. Because if you're not praying in the Father's name and in the Most High's name together, you're not entering the door, so you're just talking to a wall. I'm not saying that, you know, the Most High don't hear you, don't listen, because He is sovereign and He hears everything. He knows all your thoughts. But the Father said it. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. So if you don't enter in the door, how are you going to get saved? How? Let me know. No, don't even let me know because I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And this episode is long, so I'm going to break it up in half. This is going to be the second part. But yeah, let me keep reading because I knew I knew John chapter 10 was going to hit home. I knew it. But yeah, let me keep reading, y'all. <laughs> All right, y'all. Now I'm at verse 11. And again, these letters are read. It says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. 
And so I literally just said, literally, <laughs> I literally just said that he came and died so that we can have his spirit. It literally says, the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. He came, he died, he knew the sacrifice that he had to make was his own life so that we could have his Holy Spirit because his spirit gives us all those things that he promises. You know, joy, peace, love, light, wisdom. All these things come from his spirit, okay? Because these things were inside of him. So if they were inside of him and dwelling in his spirit, you know, the good things, the peace, love, wisdom, light, joy, all these things that were inside of him. If they, if his spirit, which contains those things, are inside of our bodies, which are now the temples, our bodies now have the power to obtain those things as well. But you have to ask for them. You got to ask for them. Then jump up to verse 10. It says, I am come that they might have life. Okay. Life here and life after this earth. And I was at work. We was listening to um, Nicki Minaj. And we was listening to Moment for Life. And she was like, but to live doesn't mean you're alive. So you can be alive and still, you know, not be living. You can be alive and not want to be alive. You could be alive and you could be just down, like downer than down. You can be alive and have nothing. But the Father said that he came, that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. So abundance of the things and abundance of the good things because he is all things good. Again, it says, I am the good shepherd. So, yeah. That was verse 10 and 11. This episode is really long. But I'm going to keep going. All right, y'all. Um, I finished John chapter 10. So that's going to be the end of this study with me. This one was pretty long. At first, I was going to break it up in halves. But it's at 32 minutes. So half of that is what? Like... 16 minutes 16 17 minutes and i'm just put up the whole thing you know if you stayed and if you listened to the whole episode i appreciate you i'll be praying for you i'll be praying for all the plants to be listening i really do um i hope y'all got something out of this episode if you struggle with studying I hope these episodes help you to study. I hope they help you to understand his word a little better. Excuse me. And if they don't, pray. You got to pray. Prayer is so effective. It's just so powerful because I think you got to pray the right way. You want to pray in the name of the Father and in the name of the Most High because like we just established, he is the door, okay? So you want to go through the door and not just pray to the wall. So you want to pray in the name of the Most High and you want to pray in the name of His Son. Because He sent His Son so that you can pray through His name. He sent His Son so that we can have His Holy Spirit indwelling in us and living in us, teaching us, walking through us, loving through us, moving through us, living through us, proving through us. So, you know, we need all three. We need the trio. If you haven't listened to the episode, Plants Need the Trio, please listen to it so that... You can understand who the trio is, what the trio is, and how essential the trio is. Anyways, y'all, y'all know I'm always pushing love and peace. 
And yeah, I'm out.